0: The following is brought to you by Total Seal Piston Rings, the leader in ring seal technology. TotalSeal.com Hello and welcome to PRI 2023 Part 2, a Hidden Horsepower special on location from the Total Seal booth. My name is Joe Costello, WFO Joe. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I'll be out there at the 2024 NHRA Mission Foods Drag Racing Series real soon. In the meantime, we're back in the studio with another great episode of Hidden Horsepower. And uh, it's just me, right? No Lake Speed, no Keith Jones, just kind of telling you as we throwback to PRI 2023, but of course your comments down there in the comment section, of course, sharing on social media is very big and important as we have three more great guests that we're going to feature on this episode. You know, the Total Seal booth is I don't want to call it the North Star, the center of the universe for PRI, but we are right in the middle of the hall. We're right in the middle of the main hall. It's amazing. As everybody goes by, they swing by, and they ask questions about the rings, and they're always amazed by how thin they are. The good news is you can get any one of the guys right away by just calling Total Seal or going to the website, TotalSeal.com. But what we're going to do right now is throw it back. We've got a couple of world champions. In fact, everybody is a world champion somehow, some way on this episode. Let me tell you how. First of all, we're going to have Bruno Massel, competition eliminator Bruno Massel, four time world champ Bruno Massel, got the job done this year, once again becoming the only four time NHRA competition eliminator world champ. How did he do it? He will answer. On this show, plus NHRA on Fox and Garage Squad and all those great shows that you watch on Sunday mornings. Bruno stop by the Total Seal booth. Also, Ben Strader. And I know what you're thinking. Like, what Total Seal content doesn't have a little Ben Strader? That's true. But what's different is this is not EFI University Ben Strader. This is Factory X Crew Chief for Stanfield Motorsports, Stanfield Racing Ben Strader. How did that happen? How did he become a crew chief for a factory X car? What's it like? All that stuff. You'll find out as Ben Strader joins us on the show. And what about his boss, Aaron Stanfield, Flexjet Factory Stock Showdown champion? You can see all the cross-pollination with EFI and Ring Seal and Factory X and Factory Showdown. And it's just so exciting right now out there in the world of the National Hot Rod Association. You've got these boosted factory formulas. You've got factory X, which combines it with Liberty five speed. And then we are going to talk a little competition eliminator, which is the pinnacle of just craziness and imagination when it comes to drag racing. So enough of me, let's get out there to the PRI trade show, the total Seal booth. We caught up with Aaron Stanfield, the factory stock showdown world champ. He's moving into factory X next year and he's Ben Strader's boss. Let's find out about that back at PRI. Hidden Horsepower here in the Total Seal booth, PRI 2023, Aaron Stanfield. Okay, Factory Showdown World Champion again. Final race of the year, Pro Stock, race winner. Now, Johnson's Horsepower Garage Pro Stock Racer for Elite Motorsports in 2024. Just became a dad again. It seems like you are on a wild
1: ride of positive news. It is, it has been a wild ride. There's, there's a lot lot of things going on in my life and a lot of positive things. And uh, you know, we capped off the season really good with the championship, uh, went at that last race and going home and having a baby. So a uh, lot of good things going on. Of course, and uh, you know, wife Jo Lee, uh, such a drag racer herself, supporter of your career like no other she is i mean i'm i'm very blessed i mean she really pushes me to go chase my dreams and uh you know it's it's a. Uh, she she races herself so she sacrificed a lot for me to be able to go do this you know staying at home and taking care of our kids um so you know big shout out to her
0: so you are uh, what i would call like this is a sport where i feel everybody wants it to go into the next generation and they wonder who's going to carry the ball the kids that are interested in mechanics, building engines, machining, machine shop, finding technology, racing, playing with cars and not their phones, and that is you over and over again. You've already procreated, but um, thank goodness for that. First of all, and just speak on that a little bit. I think you're showing the way for people your age.
1: Yes, I. I mean. I grew I grew up around around drag racing and uh you know my dad had an engine shop so it made it a lot easier a lot easier for me to get in get involved in it but yeah, I mean it's a it's my dad always tells me it's, it might be the most challenging thing you'll ever do and and it and you know I enjoy a challenge so um, yes it's it's just I think I think we need to see some more more youth involved and of course my kids are going to be around the engine shop uh, it'll be up to them to decide if they if it's something they want to be a part of but. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think it's I think it's a great thing. So, uh, in addition
0: to Flexjet Factory Stock Showdown and Pro Stock and Factory X, big deal in 2023 and will continue in 2024. One of the hidden horsepower universe personalities, Ben Strader, uh, on board with you guys. Ben is actually going to come to the booth in a little bit and just uh, talk about what it's been like working with with Ben, who is a big thinker, uh, and pushing forward something that has never existed before in drag racing with the showdown style supercharged small blocks with stock eliminator style rules with a liberty an eight-inch clutch, like a combination that has not existed in the earth before.
1: Ben's been extremely instrumental to our success in the Factory X car. Um, you know, it's not just the tuning the car. I mean, he's he's got he's got a lot of experience in this industry and and has a lot of knowledge. So this comes down to you know research and development. You know, some of those hidden horsepower things, and and uh, you know we can kind of pinball ideas off each other and. You know, one thing leads to another, and we start to we start to get better. But he he did a great job tuning my dad's factory X car this year, and we won three three out of the four races. So uh, I expect that to. You know change a little bit next year it's going to be a little more tough with some more competition but we're we're looking forward to the challenge
0: so i understand that uh like there are some corvettes now that qualify for factory x of course stephen bell's got his mustang out there you've got a camaro coming out of jerry haas's shop pretty soon i may or may not have seen it (laughs) parts of it yes so you're pretty excited about about that
1: i am excited i mean i i love a i love a stick car and uh i love that it's new and you know i want to take a step out of the factory stock car and kind of help some of our customers achieve some of their goals and I think I can do that better outside of the car and then uh, you know move on to the factory X car. I think that's the next thing for me is is to drive drive two stick cars at the same race oh my goodness so
0: so exciting so this is uh, hidden horsepower of course from PRI so let's talk a little like total seal ring seal uh, technology conversation so you are you're in pro stock conversations your dad is one at the highest level you are trying to keep supercharged small blocks with highly restrictive rules sealed up and uh and make them go faster than anybody expects that they can go and and that starts with sealing the block
1: yes we're you know we've uh i've known matt harford for for a long time pretty much my whole racing career and uh you know, Total Seal—they do—they do great work, and uh, you know, we're just very thankful for you know the relationship we have there. And there's a lot of there's a lot of you know robbed horsepower from from friction from the rings, and you know they've we've worked hard on our factory stock uh, program and and many other of our engine engine programs to uh, make sure we get work with Total Seal and get the right ring package for our combination. Yeah, you guys
0: don't just do factory showdown or like stock and super stock. Is really the bread and butter as yes. I understand like where where are the majority of your clientele
1: throughout uh, racing so our main priority at our shop is the factory stock showdown so that that LS supercharged deal but you know we we do nitrous engine we do small cubic inch uh, you know small block Chevy's and super stock engine so um, you know some of our classes has has a lot of ring rules so working with them to try to make sure we get the right ring in it get the right ring tension and and all that they've been they've been very good to uh help us achieve what we're what we're looking for and also offering good advice along the way
0: right he's so very helpful of course but then first round brainerd
1: Was that first round or second round? You and Hartford went toe to toe in Brainerd. I've heard his version of the story. What's yours? Well, when you stick the helmet on, we're not friends anymore. So, (laughs) but when we get out of the car, you know, we we both it's it's a it's a blast getting to compete against him. He's a he's a tough competitor, and he brings he brings the best out of me. You know, I like I know I know Matt likes to stage less, so uh, you know I might have had a game plan knowing that we were fixing to go do that. That's Um, awesome. People love that. Like staging duels and um, what I would call
0: gamesmanship between drivers. and, And Hartford's willing to do it and you're willing to do it, and in the end, if you're a race fan, you bought a ticket, don't you wanna see something extra?
1: Yes, for sure. Certain situations I'm in for doing it. Uh, you know, I always like to think when I've got a faster car, there's no no games. I'm just gonna go up there and run my race, but Matt had me had, had me covered up a little bit, so I had to, you know, do my best to try to shake him off his game. Get a little tricky. Yeah, get a little tricky on That's what drag racing but is all about. It's all fun. Uh, Matt and I had a, you know, had a good laugh about it at, at the end of the racetrack, and uh, you know, it's, like I said, it's fun. Fun to to compete against him.
0: Excellent. Well, have a great show. Thank you for spending a little time with us here on Hidden Horsepower. Thank you, Joe. There he goes. Aaron Stanfield, FlexJet Factory Showdown World Champ with us here on Hidden Horsepower. Aaron Stanfield at the PRI Trade Show 2023. Super excited for that young man. Uh, Just uh, so exciting to watch him. He's, He's quiet and he's reserved, but he is an assassin on the racetrack. And now compensated professional pro stock racer for elite motorsports while also running factory X and helping run his dad's world championship team as they move into factory X as well. That's just amazing. And a couple of interesting thoughts about Ben Strader who happened in the booth right after Aaron left. So it was really interesting and we kept them in order just so you can keep the vibe, right? Aaron walked out, Ben walked in and it was kind of like, what did he say about me? Let's find out. Hidden Horsepower from the Total Seal booth at PRI 2023 with hidden horsepower personality, like you know, there's the Marvel <laughs> comic universe. Yes. Su- superhero. Right? Yeah, I love it. Ben him. Strader, he is part of the, the whole Total yeah. Seal. Uh, Lake, Speed, EFI, University... Uh, it's like con- family.
2: I feel like I'm part of the
0: family. Engine Performance Expo. Yes. You are part yes. of the family.
2: It, it's become a, a brand, right? Like the, the people in our group have kind of the last couple years just become a melting pot of, of I don't know, brain power. But uh, it's pretty cool Among to be a part of it. other things. Yeah, it's pretty cool to be a, power. be a part of it. So
0: Well, so what I dragged you in here, and everyone is pretty much used to hearing and seeing you and Lake, like... Uh, contemplate concepts and all of that but this past year you were dragged literally into the the put up or shut up universe of nhra factory x racing by the stanfield family and uh offered the opportunity to Develop engine technology, but more importantly for our conversation,
2: be a crew chief on a factory X car. Well, that was pretty cool. So, and I got to tell you, like I really went into that deal not feeling qualified, right? Because I'm more of an evangelist, right? Like I've spent my whole career preaching about engines and and tuning and research and development with Lake, and so it's one of those things that you sort of know what you know, but you're not really sure if there's things out there that you don't know, right? And so. Uh, when Greg and Aaron approached me, actually it was at Engine Performance Expo. They approached me and said, "You know, would you consider coming and helping us at the shop and look at our engine program and see?" You know, and I was like, "Okay, yeah." Um, so I went to Louisiana early in the year and uh, did that. So it would have been January or something at EPE. And so you know, a month or so later, we made a plan. I went over there and looked at their stuff. We worked together for a couple of days, and um, and I thought it went pretty well. And then I went home and, you know, we're texting back and forth and then, uh, so then Greg said, well, you know, we got this factory X thing and would you come and maybe help us tune on that thing a little bit? And so we ended up going out to uh, Texas early in the year to do some testing and, uh, that went super well. We, we, you know, I'm not afraid to tell you, we went sixes like almost immediately when we started testing. And that's a big thing. That was a big deal. That's a hot topic. And it was very much like, okay, let's, let's put this to bed and don't, don't show what we got. And so, um. That weekend, when I when I was at home, Greg called me, and you know we're just talking about stuff, and and he he was I hate to use the term beating around the bush, but he was getting at something, and I kind of couldn't tell what it was, you know, and so you know he made this comment about well instead of you just coming out and helping once in a while and you send me a bill, you know what if I just made it more like a salary thing? And I was kind of like what are you what, what are you after here? What are you talking about? And he said, well, all right, I'm just going to come out and say it. Would you would you want a crew chief to think? And that was huge. Like imagine going from. You know, I've done lots of racing stuff, let's be honest, but at at the NHRA level, I worked a little bit in 2016 with the elite guys, did some tuning, but Crew Chief's a whole other level. Absolutely. It comes with a whole different level of responsibility, expectations, Mm -hmm. right? And to be honest, it's way more about leadership than it is about, you know, the the tuning calls and all that. And um, so I was a little bit flattered and terrified and all those things because... Like you said, put up or shut up, right? right? So now I got to go you've out there been saying and say all this
0: stuff, and now, now you got to prove it. And right. there's going to be
2: someone in the other lane trying to prove that you don't th- know that, what you're talking. Th- that's about. That's exactly right. So now you got this huge target on your back, and it's like, does this guy really know what he's talking about or not? So, it ended up being a huge privilege, right, to go out there, work at that level with that caliber of guys. And I'll be honest, the the Stanfield crew just made me look good, right? They are, they are par excellence, bar none uh amazing accomplished uh, capable racers and so with what they had and a little bit of flavoring from what i brought to the table we were able to do some awesome stuff this year you very exciting
0: I mean? there's a saying out there and i don't like it i hate the saying i've got so many friends that are, are, are personal friends that are teachers and there's this thing like oh those who can't do
2: teach and those who, who th- th- those who can do yeah. and those who can't well we teach right, right. but
0: now here we go a guy who is a teacher getting the
2: opportunity to do and you won three out of four races this year. Not, not a bad record. My buddies joke that I'm the winningest crew chief in the history of Factory X. Oh my God! So. <laughs> Mic
0: drop. Walk off stage. Retire. Yeah,
2: I'm not even going back
0: next year. I want to back That's I, it. My, no, my I was record, the winningest you know, so. uh, crew chief. 75 percent win record. Yep. So okay, what's up with the category? Let's talk about it. You, okay. You've worked on many different uh, styles of engines. So we're talking Factory Showdown style, supercharged, yep. small blocks. The Stanfields make Fords and they do Chevrolets. That's right. And you know, what do you think of this? Of this platform. So
2: so to go back one step, you know, the the first experience I had in Factory X was I actually went to Tony Bischoff's and I worked on Jeff Turk's Hemi engine. Okay. Before Stanfield ever called me, the Blackbird. The Blackbird X, yeah. And so I was intimately familiar with what my competition had to work with and um so actually when when greg offered me the position the first call i made was to jeff turk and i said hey to be fair to you i just want you to know where i'm at and what's going on and i don't want you to think that you know i was i was behind yep. the scenes and he was wonderful great right great guy no so, turk
0: yep hey, let me start his car by the way that video is going to be now, dropping well, on HR's cool. social at some point awesome. he forced me to actually i was like no man i'm scared just like you and he's like
2: you're gonna get in there and we're gonna fire this thing up and i was like <laughs> okay and, they, and we did. They are radical cars. I mean, obviously it's the showdown package, but you know, something happens to an engine when you go from having a couple of gears to five really closely, you know, spaced gear sets. And you know, to be honest, I felt like that was really my strong point this year was adding not only the engine, I've always been known as the tuner, right? But being able to so so when you show up at a race for somebody and you're the tuner with a laptop, oftentimes you're basically giving advice and some guys team team crew chiefs or team leaders take the advice and some guys go, all right, noted, right? And so from a tuning standpoint, that can be rewarding or it can be frustrating because you're like, man, I'm I'm looking at what's happening here, I'm telling you, but I'm not the crew chief. So this year it was cool to be out there and go, this is what I see for the whole package. So knowing what my competitors got and knowing what we got was like, all right, how do we approach this problem, right? So Factory X was an opportunity to go out there and take pro stock-like, cars like performance wise um, and and find out what we really had and, and the honest truth is when we first started out none of the cars in the class were very good performance wise because I think a lot of people went into it thinking let's do what all the pro stock guys do. Well I'm just going to tell you a factory X car is not a pro stock car no. and you cannot set it up and try to run it like a pro stock car. Totally unique. Creature in drag racing. The well, you know, crankshaft centerline, they have these high rules forward. To keep it. You got, you know, when you let the clutch out, you got 200 more foot-pounds of torque in a factory X car than you do in a pro stock car. But you got roughly half the tire contact patch. So, and you're 300 pounds heavier. But, and as you said, crank centerline's higher. The engine's forward. The weight bias we have 1,300 pounds over the rear axle. So, when you take when you take a step back and say, let's don't be emotional about this. Let's not get upset if we tried what everybody else tried, it didn't work. Let's be, you know, use data and and statistical analysis. And so, um, you know, we did, what we did with Stanfields is we built a program of documentation and, and record keeping, right, so we know every single run we did this year, everything about the car, and that allowed us to be able to go back much like other pro teams do to be able to go back and say okay the last time we had this weather or this track condition or whatever we did this this and this and the vast majority of the time that worked out really well for us so i think in my opinion factory x is almost more interesting for me right now than if i was to get a call from you know the the big name pro stock teams because in pro stock the formulas kind of worked out they know exactly way
0: down the road
2: yeah whereas Man, Factory X is this opportunity to go out there and say these cars are awesome and they have so much potential and none of us have extracted all the potential yet. Right. So it means there's so much opportunity to go have fun and so I'm, I'm You're thrilled. You're a pioneer. Yeah, you know the only problem with that is the pioneers get the arrows and then the settlers come take the land. Right. You know, so, yeah. uh, But I'm thrilled that those guys have asked me to come back this year and do more. Um, I'm working for them over the winter on the engine development program at my place in Arizona. So. Um, we have this dual thing going on where they're building engines and running on the dyno and they're sending me parts at my place to work on. So uh, it, it's one of those, t- one of these things that like, I finally feel like I'm a part of a real team. Like I'm, I'm an integral part of the team, not an extra part that you just plug in on the side. No, know?
0: that's great. And, and uh, kudos to Greg Stanfield for, He's a quiet guy. Yes. But he's a deep thinker. Yes. And he's an excellent racer. Comes out of retirement, wins world championships, and retires again. All right. What else you got going on here at the show? I know you're doing some things with uh, demonstrations. Back to the quasi-teaching role and expanding people's knowledge.
2: It's been a a busy week. Um, I came a day early to the uh, EPIC conference and gave a presentation about uh, engine development using combustion analysis, you know, in-cylinder pressure sensing. So that went really well. Um, today I'm giving another one with Billy Godbold and our brother Blake here on uh, on Surface Finish, Surface Finish Technology. Uh, and so it's sort of non-stop, you know what I mean? Like everywhere I go, I've got this intention. I gotta go here, I gotta see this guy, I gotta do this thing, and you get stopped because somebody wants to know about, you know, Factory X, or they wanna know about this, and it's, it's awesome. But you go, Oh man there was another hour you right. know like That's it. Um, so I do have an agenda a few more things that I got to do but for the most part I'm just enjoying the the success that everybody wants to talk about and I feel like really most of that belongs yeah. to Greg and Aaron yeah. and Brady and Ross I mean one thing that I just got to brag about the crew this year because yeah. having not had the resume of crew chief before um, we actually did a lot of I, I don't have a better word to use than choreography like when we were out testing it wasn't like okay we just want to see what happens when you set the cart this way we rehearsed what each crew position was supposed to be doing and where i wanted them and how we needed that to happen and so you know when i would go up there to the starting line and look back and i got brady on the right and ross behind the car and i got you know uh greg's brother mike in the back it's like you couldn't have instilled more confidence in, in me though seeing those guys there and knowing they had my back and knowing that it was like you're the quarterback, you know what I mean? And well, you're you are your, the quarterback. Your offensive line is right there. Yeah, and, did that. that's the thing. Man, those guys did that.
0: right. David Grubnick really did that when he became a crew chief. Like, so even the way the guys stand on the starting line behind the car, like you know, people would just be kind of randomly wherever they were, like, no, we're not gonna do that. Yeah. We're gonna stand in a line behind the car. Yep. And everybody's got their position. And it's just, I think for the for the brain, it's it's a calming factor that there's organization and yes. order yes. to everything.
2: So I think it's uh, amazing. All right, what are
0: these cars gonna run?
2: Uh, once you you get it all figured out we're gonna have some a a greater number of cars this year and some really good competitors we had great competitors this year obviously but man some some tough tough guys are going to be showing up next year i suspect that by the end of the year you're going to see most of the cars in the you know in the mid to high 690 range um you know the 200 thing is tough you know It takes a lot of power to overcome the aero drag, and so I think there's some track weather conditions. um, You know, a bunch of cars will be able to go 200, but the way the current rules package is, and the way the cars are set up, I don't know that you're gonna see everybody going 200, uh, but it's exciting when they do. Well, that's fine. Like, if you see a 200, that is a great run. Absolutely, and same thing. If you go a a 690 anything, you've killed it right now, you know, and that that last final round against Alan Johnson and, and, uh, and Blackbird X in Vegas, um the the drums were you know the drum roll was happening i think everybody was on the starting line waiting for that 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 scoreboard to pop up and i remember standing right there next to jerry haas and like greg leaves and we're like oh yeah that's it that's it you know and we're all kind of holding up our hands six 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 and it went 702 and it was like ah oh, so close and yeah. now the most devastating part about that was knowing we had to wait all winter to get another try at it you that's know? it, it well, like, oh. something to look forward to was, yeah so it was cool so um i'm pretty certain whatever the First round of qualifying is. There's going to be a bunch of guys swinging for that. That first to be in the sixes. It's a, it's a. It will be
0: a milestone. Ben, thank you very much. Spend hey, a thank little you, time. T- yeah, appreciate it. Great. Uh, great job. Hidden horsepower, universe uh, member. Ben Strader <laughs> from EFI University. Great job, Ben. Thanks. Ben Strader from EFI University, Engine Performance Expo. So much content on the Total Seal YouTube channel, and has been part of Hidden Horsepower since the very beginning. We love the guy and. It's really interesting to see the the move from theoretical testing, what I'll call uh, you know laboratory knowledge, right, like laboratory experimentation. And it's it's not the first time he's done it, but now he's on track and he's in the middle of it in the NHRA and Factory X. That is super cool. The battle for the first six second run is going to be. Wild, wild. And they're going to get it, right? They're going to get it immediately as uh, as they start their season. But a lot of cars are being built, and I know a lot of people are very interested about Factory X and the rules and the rules package and the look of these new machines. They are amazing. I know Chris Holbrook's got a car that is amazing. If you haven't seen it, go look it up. Factory X coming to a track near you. But Factory Showdown, and of course, we've got to talk a little competition eliminator. We have got the only four-time, competition eliminator world champion. I'm talking about Bruno Massel from NHRA on Fox and all the different TV shows from Saturday and Sunday mornings that you see. Uh, Bruno was able to swing by the total seal booth, talk a little ring seal and talk a little world championship number four in competition eliminator. Hidden horsepower here at PRI 2023. Joe Costello, along with the four-time competition eliminator, world champion, no one else has said that ever,
3: Bruno Massel. How's that feel, hearing that? It feels actually really good. It still hasn't like clicked in yet, though, that we've, uh, we're four-time champs. You know, It's crazy, because it, it's like you set it out to be the goal every year, but I don't know, for some reason, this one hasn't set in yet.
0: Well, it, well you, you set out to accomplish this goal, right? To be a four-time champ. There were three three-time champs. This is a premier category, passion category. The comp guys love comp, and you saw an opportunity to do something
3: no one else did and you did it, like just in the world of sport that's amazing. Well thank you buddy, I really appreciate it it's uh, you know, I, I love competition eliminator, I mean the category for those that don't quite understand it, basically it's like you pick a combination that you feel comfortable with, that you have a passion for and that brings so much diversity in the category and you've got people from all walks of life out there competing so you're running against you know naturally aspirated mountain motor stuff to a turbocharged stuff like I run and pretty much anything in between so it's tough because you have to be able to hit the tree and drive the finish line which is something that a lot of people don't understand there is so much stuff behind the scenes going on and unfortunately unless you pay a little bit of attention to it, you might not get the full grasp of how difficult it can be the strategy involved in competition eliminator is really the key in quite Honestly, we started out big in the season. We won the championship in 21. And in 22, I kind of took the year off. We ran a handful of races and tried to tweak the combination a little bit you know we lost some index which they kind of penalize you a little bit if you go too quick which is all part of the game yep. and uh, i got with daryl harry my crew chief and the guys at vital brew coffee my sponsor and they said let's give it another run so we started the season out with the pure goal of trying to, to be the first one to hit that four um, you know you've got Eric, uh, frank aragona david yep. rampey bill moropolis great human beings got r.i.p frankie that this one's for you um, yes. we lost frank aragona um, earlier this year unfortunately but um, it, it's a tough thing to go on and take that on and then we started wearing that you know what i mean as, as the season went on like wow our, cha- our opportunities to win the championship that was the goal and we're struggling at points and it's like we're letting this slip away so it's like you put that out there you put a target and actually put a little bit more stress on yourself than you probably should have but that was the goal going in and we were able to get it done
0: okay so like uh, seasons are made up of high moments and <laughs> low moments the yep. high moments we're talking mostly about but i happen to be there for one of the low moments and to me We learned so much more from the low moments. We're talking about Kansas. I was on the stripe at the finish (laughs) line, getting ready for a little TV work. You were also racing, and I watched you come down. But I will take that moment away as how, how you handled it real well, but at the same time, I could see
3: how um, what's, what's the word? Is it furious? Is it disappointed? All, all the above. And, and, and it's all on myself. You know what I mean? Because that was an opportunity. It was around on paper. You should have won. But you don't race on paper, right? And that's why we go out there and do it. And it was a point in the season where we needed to get wins to make this happen. We were close, but y- you've got to finish the race. You're not going to win championships in, the, in our category by being runner-up or semifinals. You have to get... There's a bonus to win in terms of points. So it's... it's a, and instead of a 10-point swing, it's a 20-point swing. And you can't make that up at any other point. So it was an opportunity for me to make a move in points. And the time i shot myself in the foot and i have the hardest time when i screw up you know what i mean it's because there's no one else to blame you saw it, you had the chance, and you let your team down, your sponsors down, and everybody else. And I wear that hard, you know what I mean? And for me, then I have to quick try and change years and now go back and do the TV side of it. And sometimes it's hard to, to block that out when you're trying now to do something else. And it's uh, it's a struggle. I, I'm still learning how to, how to handle it all, but um, I'm a fierce competitor. I love the competition side of it almost as much as anything else. Because racing fills the void. I used to play football. And when I timed out and that and realized I wasn't going to be an NFL athlete by any shape of the imagination, this kind of filled that void. So for me, the competition part of it, is really what I'm all about.
0: And uh, it it was great. You know, baseball players, they strike out and then they come up and they hit a home run. And so you you, you let it go. But it was good to see. For me to be able to see, like, oh, man, I know what happened and how you handled it and how you... Uh, rebound. Let's talk about the combination, though, right? We're yeah. here in the total seal booth, ring seal, uh, surface finish, all that. We talk about it on a regular basis. But The 2JZ power plant is a historic Toyota power plant. It really you're is. You're using that in your car. Most, I would say, domestic fans don't really know about it. I certainly didn't know about it. I'm learning a little bit more about it. You recognize the potential. You put it in comp eliminator, and you're a world champ. But does everything that we talk about on Hidden Horsepower on a regular basis, ring
3: seal, surface finish, all that apply just the same? Absolutely, it's it's even more critical because you're talking about a boosted application where you're putting a lot of pressure in the cylinders, you've got a lot of cylinder pressure, and if you're not able to contain it and seal it, it does you no good, because these are small motors. I mean, it's 183 cubic inches, so on motor itself, it's got nothing. So unless you're able to contain that boost in the motor, you've got a dead player. And it's kind of funny because everything goes full circle, right? So Total Seal is owned by Matt Hartford, right? Yes. Pro Stock driver, friend of mine, been for years. I met him hosting the NHRA Sport Compact stuff, and he was running, uh, actually the Chevrolet version, he ran the Ecotec motor. I actually bought parts from him when I went to the Ecotech engine. I've always used Total Seal rings. Um, I've actually leaned on Matt for some advice on some different stuff because he'd been there and done it already. And we evolved to the 2J Z motor um, in t- actually 2020. And I mean, it was that same technology now we carried over from the four-cylinder stuff and all the stuff they're doing at TotalSeal and now into the six. And um, it's just crazy because it's like I met Matt doing the Sport Compact stuff. I'm buying rings from I bought old parts from, and now I interviewed him on the top end. And uh, it just, it's a small world, this the world we're in, in NHL. Drag racing and, and, and PRI and everything in the automotive world. So it's like you make these friends, and you never know where in life they're going to come back to, either you know to be, support what you're doing or connect in another way. It, it, it's really cool, just the, how united everybody is in this. No,
0: it is amazing to watch. What is it about this power plant? I've seen these two Jay-Zs. First of all, like they they can be super loud. It's insane for a little the stock block, six cylinder. It,
3: it's amazing.
0: How Look, how it, did they design this? Like what the heck? All, you know, with I'm a domestic guy, right. guys. I'm a. Pawn guy yeah, I like small-block Chevys, too. But this thing is, is radical.
3: It really is. You know, back in the day, so Brad Personette, a good friend of mine as well, met in the sport Combat days. He was dominating at that point in the early to mid-2000s with the 2JC motor plant running for Titan. And with the stock block, they well putting well over 2,000 horsepower to it, and it was, it was living. So that technology has been around forever, and it's like they keep tweaking it. One of the nice things about this engine combination, it's so popular, it has such a cool following that parts are readily available. When we were doing some of the four-cylinder stuff, we were developing everything we were doing along the way. And unfortunately, when that happens, you burn up a lot of parts, and, and you take a lot of beatings as you're learning. The combination I've got right now, the short block with, I have the exact same short block, except for a much, much bigger turbo, it's gone 555 at 264. I mean, there was a lot of hoopla recently about Mark Mickey's car going 530-something, and it's. It's like truly amazing but i believe he's five or six hundred cubic inches right these guys did it with a stroker motor 196 cubic inches went 550s at 260 that's unfathomable
0: yeah i'm, I'm, I'm so immediately i like to think about the weight of the car or whatever but it doesn't matter it can't be that it weighs something we're talking you're giving
3: up 400 cubic inches Joe. Yeah. that's three of these motors
0: and right. this is something that was in a factory car, those Supras, right? A Toyota yeah. Supra, the early '90s Supras. Right. And they were very fast. People remember back in the day, and using stock block
3: stuff. And you know, the thing is, it's very simple. It just—it's the, the, the platform itself. It's in so your simple. It's great. In your is a stock block. No, actually, I'm running a billet block. Now you're, I'm you're in a billet yep. block. Yep, okay. I'm in a billet block with a stock head. Um, okay. But it just—you know—there's obviously a lot of development gone through with doing sure. so. But for us, the platform we were starting at, it's hard to find those stock blocks still. You know what I mean? They're, now we've got Dart's actually making about a cast version of it these days. But at the time when we first started, you had to try and find, which is only a couple years ago, you had to really dig to find a good one to begin with. And then you're in for a bunch of machine work and everything to get it going. So dollars for dollars, it just made more sense to go the billet route now. And then, now there's actually some different options out there, too, that are a little bit more price conscious that you can step into and put 3,000 horsepower to this thing. It's
0: crazy. Unbelievable. Yeah, oh, they're amazing. They sound <laughs> radical. They're loud. They're fast. Uh, I, I was in Orlando for, at the time, the fastest run in that import world. And it was a 560 at like 260 miles an hour, and it just—it blows your mind. It doesn't make sense. No,
3: it it doesn't does
0: make sense uh, as a, a guy who
3: loves uh, American muscle and horsepower. Well, that's how I stepped into it, Joe. When I first started doing the TV side for the NHRA for the sport compact stuff, my dad and I raced nitrous motors, 605 cubic Pontiac-based motors, Keith Blackbox, blocks. I ran top drags or top sportsmen. And that's all I knew. And then I saw what they were doing with these little bitty motors, and I just thought it was the coolest thing in the world. You know what I mean? So I kind of got hooked from a fan's point, from a, 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 an analyst point. How was this happening? You know what I mean? So it just it kind of took me down a different path. And I've been running that material stuff really since 2006. Amazing, yeah. amazing. Well, listen, congratulations. Thank, Thank you for buddy. swinging by the booth. Hopefully, you had a good show. Did you have a good show? Absolutely, absolutely. We're still running around doing stuff. We're shooting a one-hour show for Motor Trend on PRI. Uh, it's my production. I've got Christy Lee and Matt Steele, two of my good friends, and we've worked together a bunch of the project so this is just another one we're kind of notching up our belt on
0: excellent well congratulations four time and uh appreciate you coming by thanks Joe. bruno massel with us here at pri bruno massel four time competition eliminator world champion he started the season on a mission i'm fortunate i get to speak with bruno a fair amount out there at the nhra and this was the goal to win the fourth frankie aragona gets a shot out uh out there in the interview and just amazing It is rare air. There is one of one who has won four championships in Competition Eliminator. And Comp Eliminator is having a resurgence right now. So amazing. We talk about the technology in motorsports all the time. Comp Eliminator, you really see it. Uh, Extremely high revving, sometimes small engines like Bruno with boost, uh, just wide variety of combinations. I love comp eliminator and comp is on the rebound. So many participants going after that big money. And of course, Bruno able to get the world championship guys. That's going to do it for the PRI throwback 2023, couple of points of note uh, just to keep you up to speed. If you're not a subscriber to the podcast, you should be and write us a review. If you can Apple podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Amazon, wherever you get your podcast, there's a good chance you're going to find the hidden horsepower And we would love for you to write us a review. Not everybody can sit and watch a screen for all of this amazing content. Now, I know some of you can. And if you ever wanted to start here and pick up on the podcast as you go for a long ride from uh, race shop to racetrack, Hidden Horsepower is a great way to gobble up those miles. We're going to have a great season of Hidden Horsepower this year. We're also going to be out at the NHRA with some of our track side tech talks. That's going to be cool. We're going to reprise that. They've been very successful learning about Ring Seal out there amongst the racers and race teams. It is free with the price of your ticket. So if you're going to come to a race, Gator Nationals, get a ticket and come to the Total Seal Trackside Tech Talk. There's some honing classes going on this year. They've got a lot of great programs wrapped in to Total Seal and Hidden horsepower plus we're gonna have a lot of just great episodes with winning race car drivers engine builders that are on the cutting edge so stick with us but why are we doing it why do they hire wfo joe to come in here and do this well the answer is we're constantly educating about ring seal and the technology that goes into it whether it be cylinder surface honing techniques the diameter or or the thickness rather and both of the rings that's a constant topic and believe it or not There are a lot of people that are just doing it the way they always have. And they are unaware that there's a considerable amount of horsepower out there available to you. The hidden horsepower. All you got to do is unlock it. How do you unlock it? Go to TotalSeal.com or give them a call. Keith Jones, Lake Speed, Kevin Studeaker. Hartford's getting ready for another season of NHRA Drag Racing, but they're there for you guys to help you out. And like Keith Jones says, make them your first call, not your last call. And stay connected with Hidden Horsepower, presented by Total Seal. Total Seal. Piston rings that perform.